Hello, my name is Robert J. Rosenthal. I'm the managing editor at the San Francisco Chronicle, and you are listening to a podcast from the San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah. All right. It never God. fails. Just kicking it with that. The goosebumps have risen. You know, I want that like I want that to be my phone ring. That's my ring. I want that to ring. Oh, play when I, cool? when I when I walk in the door at, at, at night. <laughs> Hi, kids. I love the drums, the big crashing drums. I think one time on, oh, by the way, this is uh, Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine, episode 527. We're off to a good start. Oh, (laughs) it seems like yesterday. (laughs) It seems seems like only five or six ago. Uh, And I am joined, as usual, in the uh, the process. When when, when it's not just me, there is only one other. It is the question boy, Joe Garofoli. Welcome. Always an honor to be here. You know, it's uh, and Joe is the media writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. We have a media issue to talk about in a minute. But first, I, I, you know, I, I like the, uh, I think one of the previous podcasts, we did play that intro. I like the, mid, the mid-length intro. You know, we might have to expand that. We might take a vote. Let's, let's hear from TV Talk Machine fans. Do you like the intro music? And they can uh, call on the number and... They can call on the number, which would be... Do you remember it by heart I, now? I have no t- <laughs> How TV? hard is it? How hard 1-800, is it? 1-800. No, 888. 888. Yes. Uh, SFC. Yes. TVTM. Yes. There we go. Wow. We pay you well. <laughs> <laughs> I am worth every penny that I'm getting here. SFC for Sucker Free City, clearly. Mm-hmm. And then TVTM for TV Talk Machine. And it's a toll-free number for wherever you're calling from. And I understand later we have some calls from pretty much around the globe. Let's start with what's hot in San Francisco right now, of course, and that is the visit this week uh, from Conan O'Brien and the Late Night Show. We did a podcast with him earlier, and I think by the time this goes up, he'll have uh, two more shows. He'll have a Thursday and a Friday show uh, at the Orpheum. So far, so good. I went Monday. Today is Wednesday. I'll be going again. Watch Tuesday night's episode. What do you think? Well, I was at uh, Monday's episode live with you and Mm -hmm. saw uh, saw, uh, Monday's episode and Tuesday's episode on TV. First of all, the energy was through the roof, and we've both seen Letterman yeah. live. Mm-hmm. And the, the Letterman rules <clears throat> when you're in the studio audience are very strict. You, can, yes. you can't even, they tell you, do not cheer. Do not go, woo, hoo, day, woo, that's funny. Ah, and no said, hooting and no hollering. Hooting, you must clap. Right. It's like they, they're training you to be a golf crowd. Basically. It is a little bit of a golf clap. Maybe, I think they even say you can be a little bit louder than a golf clap. Yeah. Yes. But so, no rules. No holds barred at the Conan uh, No, it's all-out jocularity. Yes. And, uh, in fact, it was so loud. I, I had trouble hearing it, and you said that in your column, too. I, I, it was ear-piercing. Yeah, the, it was great, because it, uh, it was a lot of college-age uh, kids. Uh, kids. These kids today. You know, I didn't mean, college. I can't call them kids. Yeah. I so thought, I, did you see when I turned around, actually, to the person behind it, in, in the classic <laughs> old man thing, I said... Excuse me, could you just be a little quieter? I, I'm having trouble hearing the show. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, they were nice. talking behind it. Yeah. yeah. You were just, you're awful. You must be terrible in an Oakland movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Well, I'm, I grew up with that. My, uh, my parents are both big talkers during, oh. during television shows and movies. And stuff. I don't like that. I don't, yeah, I'm, I don't like the, I don't, there's no chit chat, uh, as Mrs. Cranky Pants knows. There's no talking. When the show's on. Well, that's the, the you know, people were watching a television show live, though. So right. they're used to watching TV, and maybe they do that at home. They go, woo, Conan! Right. <laughs> right. And so they were doing that live. I know that uh, I do that all the time, when it, just in the television. Uh, you do that during Rome, though. I do that during, <laughs> during Rome, yes. I, I want to rewatch Rome. Uh, I'm in a random kind of mood. This is just, it's just random. 
I, I, I Freeform did, TVTM. You know, it, I know that normally we adhere to uh, strict podcasting principles where the prep work is, what, uh, days in advance. Days in advance. We're, yes. we're working on this six, seven days a week. Six, seven minutes uh, in advance. <laughs> uh, just to let people know a little behind the scenes of what's going on. Because, you know, there is a big show moved into town here with Conan. And uh, you know, our show is uh, not to be shunted aside, I don't Absolutely think. Absolutely not, no. And uh, we should tell them that what went into the preparation was... Um, Literally 10 minutes ago, we <laughs> ran into each other in the Chronicle men's room and yes. said, I, I think we're late to start this. And do you have any questions? And I, didn't, I hadn't had the questions printed out yet. Uh, uh, we were lucky to even get in here for the starters because I was on the, on the BART train frantically preparing the script, which I'm now reading from, as people can tell. <laughs> I, I, the point is, you know, we're still going to have a stellar show, but I think that, uh, I, you know, ours is a little different level than Conan's. Yes, no. This is I. I dare say this is harder. It, I, I dare Improvis- say it is harder. Improvisation is always harder than working off a you know a, a template. You are the Max Weinberg of Creston Boys. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in a suit right now. <laughs> Dude, now suit so we, coat. So we saw the. Uh, we saw, I, I'm going today, and it may be Friday because I think that Snoop Dogg, Tom Waits show will be great. Oh, yeah. But did you? Uh, we talked a little bit about whether you know you want to be provincial. San Franciscans don't like to uh, be cool around uh, stars. It's not L.A. You know, we're we're not in L.A. for a reason. But do you think this is a big deal that, that he's here? And is it cool? Is it fun? Is it because uh, I know that uh, oh, the, yeah, people no, are lined up and people were way into it, way into it. I think anytime you see somebody that you see on TV and then they come and you see them live, I mean, that's an exciting thing. Yeah, and, and we 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 shrug off our, our pretensions about that stuff. I think people, once you once you're in there and you're in the mood, and, and plus folks have been waiting outside for six seven hours, oh, man, so yeah. they, they were just ready to explode. Right, it's just kind of like uh, kind of like the Warrior game. Oh yeah, and you got to see one of the great I Warrior games. It was, and, it's yeah. just been a bit of great a week of, uh, and someone, uh, someone, a good friend of mine, Jason, hooked me up on that, and I was there Friday night, and it was the same thing. That sort of one of the great games in oh, all time, probably. Great, great. Right, and plus thirteen years in the making. Oh yeah, yeah, we've been some to some lean years, but yeah, and you're right, it is a good week because you, you so you had Conan, you had the Warriors, and now you have the podcast. Absolutely. When you were thinking about TV Talk Machine, were you did were you was it Goosebumpy? Did you get a T-shirt? Same, same feelings. Did you same have one of the feeling. black T-shirts? You know, the yes. Warriors have the yellow. I have a black I, T-shirt. Does yours say, we believe in the TV talk machine? <laughs> Mine says, lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dream low. Dream lower. So, no, you know what? It's interesting that he's in town, because I did get a couple of emails from people in college. Like, you know, oh, okay, you know, too much. Why is everybody so excited? Uh, and, you know, I've long held that San Francisco, for a lot of people who've been here a long time, it's a cold town. That it, You know... It's okay to be excited. Maybe it's you know if you're trying to be too hip and you don't want to be excited about a, a, like a Conan taping in the city and getting to see San Francisco sort of on these taped bits. You know, all they went around Chinatown and there's going to be stuff all week. And um, I you know I think that sometimes people in San Francisco are a little bit uptight about you know the cool factor of San Francisco. Like you can't show emotion. Right, right. And he did play to some of the uh, the classic San Francisco you know stereotypes, stereotypes and jokes and stuff yes. like that. And part of that is a, is a bit hack, but. You know, for overall, it was uh, it was funny, and um, and Conan's humor is always kind of hit and miss. Even right. If when he when he hits, it's a home run. Right. But it, there's a lot of whiffs. Yeah. And there's and some of them are. And, and but that's kind of the humor of the show. I mean, yeah. I'd rather have someone go out there and, and swing wildly. And like he told you the other day, he said, you know, he's going to have to tone down some of the stuff when he goes to becomes the host of the Tonight Show in right. a couple of years. He right. said there will be probably no more masturbating bear. Masturbating bear, one of my favorites of I, all I time. I don't understand the the point of okay, so. You can talk about a masturbating bear at twelve thirty, but not at eleven thirty. Well, where's the where's the line there? Yeah, where's the line? Um, 
You know, I don't think that that's necessarily it. It's I don't think it's the bear, or the, I don't think it's the hour. And it might possibly be the bear, but it's not the hour. I think what he's getting at is that, you know, the Tonight Show is kind of like it's a little old, it's certainly older to the crowd than he's getting right now. Uh, it's kind of like legendarily and historically been the kind of show you go know, at night and night too that all the all the adults in the world kind of. You know, look at that and go. You know, so it's kind of a broader. It's le- it's less niche or niche oriented. It's broader. It's on a more of an accessible time slot for people. Although people I know these days are you know still probably in bed when that's on. But twelve thirty five when Conan's on, you're 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 looking at just by the dint of the hour a whole different crowd. So I think what he's getting at is that there's a there's a history to sort of the Carson and and the, sort of that that being a famed chair it's a bigger room it's a little more respect it's a little more you got to kind of play things uh more down the middle but god i hope he doesn't play them so far down the middle that he's uh jay leno oh please oh, no brutal oh, brutal oh what are you doing <laughs> the leno i can go through an entire week's worth of shows and not laugh once well, well, see, look, I applaud you for making the effort. I, I just—I I wouldn't say I have done that, gone through weeks with the last, but if I were to. You know, I might make that a column. Can one man watch five consecutive Man versus Leno. Leno. Man versus Leno. Yeah. Wow, that's actually, that's not a bad column. That's a, that's a, that's a whole, can I do a whole week of Leno? And then, and then count the laughters. You know, laughters. What a funny Laugh. word. <laughs> You'll probably come up with zero laughters. <laughs> zero laughters. I wrote that in the script. All right, moving on. So Conan's here. It's a big deal. Um... You know, I love the guy. He is hit and miss, but it's it's live uh, it's live stuff. And uh, when you're filming in there, it's a lot of fun. I'm gonna move in quickly to uh, our uh, next uh, segment. Remember, one guy called and said, "What segments yeah, we do?" Yeah, segments. <laughs> yeah, clearly he didn't know that uh, we were uh, you know crossing swords five minutes earlier and planning out the uh, <laughs> planning out the hour. <laughs> so the second one is uh, uh, it's kids TV. I wrote about kids television. Um, a big old thing about why how Teletubbies was one of the original ones that really creeped out sort of the modern-day parents, but <clears throat> got into that story about how, actually, how really well-made it is, and that, and my, and my ultimate point in that is that at no point, uh, if you're a parent with children, at no point are your kids safer than they are from one to five, well, essentially one to eight, but once they start get moving up and getting to commercials, you're, you're kind of on your own, but this is a really good block, and, uh, you know, you're a media guy. You've got kids. Uh, what are your kids watching? Do you really believe that, uh, where do you fall on the kids and the kids, kids watching TV? Well, first thing? of all, it's never been a time where there's more ways parents can control what their kids watch. You can right. set up your TiVo, if you have TiVo, for a kid's zone. Yes. You can set up, they can only watch those programs. You can, uh, you know, with with a DVR, you can control, you know, what they want and set up all kinds of and stuff. And the TV can block things out. The, the <coughs> TV chip. can block the, the yeah, chip. The smart chip, <laughs> yeah, the parental <laughs> chip. <laughs> the V-chip. So there's w- there's ways you can control your, your viewing. My kids are six and eight. And plus, you know, you can just have them watch uh, DVDs of movies or television programs or what right. have you. Right. My kids are uh, six and eight, almost uh, seven and nine. The only show we watch as a family. Sopranos. Mm-hmm. The Sopranos and Rome. <laughs> Rome. Uh, right. The, uh, no, this, the only show we watch is American Idol. And I got to say, was not a fan of the show before this year. I, I think, you know, I watched a couple episodes over mm, the years. And right. they love it. Yeah. They like the singing. They get into it. My youngest daughter was in tears when, um, wow. uh, uh, what's his name? Sanjaya? San, no, no, no. They, they, they both hated Sanjaya. Right. Uh, and but they thought it was funny. They love Simon Cowell. In fact, the other day I tr- was singing something in the house. You know, just randomly. They rated and, you. No, yeah, they did. Uh, Cece said, uh, "That's a little pitchy." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they they like uh, Simon Cowell, the, the oldest one. 
Jonna says that she's uh, he, he's a little bit mean. He could say things in a nicer way. Oh yeah, and are you, are you saying that we don't say those words in the house? Uh, we don't. Yes. We don't. We don't act that way. We don't act that I'm very way. Very controlling yes. about that kind of in my, right. in my house. Right. Right. You know, manners count. Yeah. So that's the only show that we watch like together. Really? Do you, they, you don't? Do they? Don't, they don't watch any like PBS shows. They don't. What do they watch? Arthur? No, they're a little beyond Arthur. Really? They, yeah. Wow. They watch. They get on Saturday morning uh, when uh, my oh. wife and I have a little sleep in time. Yeah. <laughs> We'll let that go by. Hang tight. Let it go by. Don't swing yes, the bat yeah. on that. Just go, they've uh, it's very good training to go turn on the TV by yourself. Oh yeah, and we'll uh, stay up here. So, but what? Are the, okay, but is it TiVo? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm calling you out here. Saturday morning TV is awful. Do they know? Uh, no, they on? go, they go on to uh, Nick. All right, but they watching. Uh, is it TiVo or are you letting them watch? No, they 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 watch live. Oh, yeah. Oh, a flaw in the system here. Yeah, I know. Well, you can't let them watch live. Yeah, they got commercials. Are, well, what are you going to do? Well, they're, they're mostly, you know what they're into? They're into a lot of the, um, we should be writing about this soon, is the social networking sites for kids that are out there. Oh, uh, yeah. Club Penguin and that kind of stuff. Club Penguin. Yeah. I went, well, I took the, my daughter to the Nicktropolis. Nicktropolis, yes. Yeah. She I was want. kind of bored. She's a little young for that. So she was bored. They make the little avatar, you make them walk around. But that's, that's much more commercially laden. You know, yes, you know. it is. There's a lot. I didn't like it, and I unplugged it. And so, you know, I basically she's allowed to go on to ESPN Game Center and watch as much sports as she wants. <laughs> you know, if she wants to crunch the numbers on the NL only fantasy baseball league that I'm in, fine, she can do that. Very good. Well, you know, I think that uh, that begs the question then for uh, actually that's the wrong usage. Somebody called me on that. You don't really say begs the question, which means brings up the question. That's wrong. That's wrong usage. So either Benny will edit that out, or we'll we'll let some of the grammar please call in. Yeah, perhaps something. Yeah, by nine o'clock on a Friday, and let us know <laughs> what, what that that's wrong. Anyway, it brings up the question. Uh, maybe people should call and say, "Is Question Boys kids? You know, are they watch a little American Idol, which is fine. It's not a lot of family viewing out there, but is letting them watch commercials a bad thing? I think I got you here, media guy. Absolutely, we'll bring it yeah. on. Let's bring this it on. Is a, this is open forum. This is the marketplace of ideas. Yes, it is. The Nowhere more of ideas. so than the TV talk. No, machine. yes, exactly. No, because you know what? All right. That's that's what I'm are you, right. Are you is you're clicking the script there? I am clicking the script. I'm gonna just let people know quickly because I know that information is essential here. Uh, you know, people, you know, they're not tuned in, they're not tuning in just to hear us talk about puppet holes and stuff. They want to know about information. Uh, so I got some information. You thought we forgot about puppet holes, oh, right? Oh God, yeah. I haven't. I'm yeah. still scarred by that. I love that. God, it's so good. Um, uh, I have some inf- actual information. Um, FX has re-upped Dirt and Riches. So that's uh, good news for fans of those shows. And um, a couple upcoming Showtime things for people to write down. Meadowlands is a new uh, one-hour drama with eight episodes starring David Morrissey, who was State of Play, Viva Blackpool, a lot of great stuff. Um, <clears throat> that starts June 17th. And then uh, David Duchovny return, oh, makes his... Oh, wow. Yes, he's back. In fact, as the uh, Showtime press says here, makes a triumphant return to television in a new comedy series called Californication. Californication. <laughs> Somebody had to do that. That was good. I like it when you pitch because you know I I'm, I'm shirtless, uh, showing off my tattoos. As you were shirtless right now. Yeah. You're shirtless, and I'm in the shorty robe. Benny, it's hot in here, isn't it? Benny's got a little sweat here. with your shirt off and me in the shorty robe. Okay, Californication. David Duchovny. I'll read it for you because I know you want to do it. He plays. Um, a novelist Hank Moody, who struggles to raise his 13-year-old daughter while still carrying a torch for his ex-girlfriend, Karen, uh, and trying to relaunch his writing career. His obsession with honesty and self-destructive behavior, drinks, drugs, and relationships are simultaneously destroying and enriching his career. 
and he doesn't mind it one bit. There's that. All is, right. is Duchovny on your man crush list or not? Am no. I, am I no. mistaking him with doesn't, someone else? Yeah, no, doesn't, doesn't do, do it. Yeah. Okay. Right now, and then, of course, if you, now that you've brought up man crush, should we uh, talk about Jonathan yeah, I think Rees-Meyers? Yeah, I think you need to address that. Jonathan Rees-Meyers is uh, in rehab. People know that. They've probably read it online. He's in re- probably right after I said that you know, I had the man <laughs> may crush. have driven him to the bottom. I may have driven him to drink. And uh, I was disappointed for two reasons. I really like him as an actor. Uh, and he's Irish, and I'm Irish. And you don't need to perpetuate the stereotype. And also, I'm just tired of stars going into rehab. Suck it up. You know? <laughs> Walk it off. Drink, drink alone or something. Just keep, that, keep it to yourself. Don't tell the world, oh, pity you. You can't hold your own drink. Come on. Yeah, so he should have just kept drinking. You know, well, he should have done something. I, yeah. I applaud the fact that he's seeking help if he needs help. But, I, you know, I don't want him in the thing for t- 10 weeks and then back out and then in trouble again. You know, if he's, re- if he's really got a problem, good for him getting in there. But you know, Does this, stars does this soil general, your man crush? Absolutely not. I still yeah. got a couple. I got does it make it hotter, six. you know, because he's no, gone to no, no. no, because then we'd both be drunk at the same yeah. time. But uh, he, he's got, well, I got four more episodes of... of um, uh, what a show the was riches. he on? No, not the riches. What's he on? <laughs> I don't even know what he's I told, see, see, dude, we wrote this brain fire into the script where I would, I would be talking and I wouldn't know what we were talking about. Oh my god, what am I a hundred? I can, I can see the, what is it? The Tudors. Benny, will you clean that up oh, for yeah. us? That's that's just a mess. In fact, uh, in fact, just edit out the first twenty minutes of this. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Californication. David Duchovny starts in August. She didn't give me a date here. And then Weeds, people have asked me many times about Weeds. It, uh, season 3 returns in also in August, August no date uh, attached. All right, we're, we've touched pretty much um, all the cornerstones that we need to talk to. It's Conan, kids television, a couple of things uh, that have been re-upped on our, your favorite stations, and we're probably ready for some, uh, for some questions. For some questions. This is from Kelly. Tim, do you know if Rockstar will be on again this summer? Uh, <laughs> right out of the gate, we're hitting a home run. Uh, how is it the this this may hint at our preparation here? Um, I don't know if Rockstar is coming back in the summer, but I will. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think it is coming back to CBS. But I don't. I don't really care. And here's why I don't care, because that stuff is just all kind of American Idol thing. It's all created in a lab. It never ends up working. The albums always kind of suck. You know, unless unless they're going to dig up the bones of Joe Strummer. Strummer and, and Jones. Strummer and Jones. And re, but Jones is alive, <laughs> to my knowledge. Well, barely. <laughs> yeah. If they drink, if they dig up Joe Strummer and they reincarnate the Clash, I'm all over it. I would watch that as a reality show yes. or something. Maybe where Elvis Costello is involved, or maybe Tom Waits or a handful of others. But no, I don't want anybody to sell out and be on TV. I don't want to create a rock star. So I'm not. I'm. I, I think it's coming back, but I won't be watching it. Okay. Uh, this is from Richard and Modesto. Hey, Tim, I, I base my TV life around your suggestions, Uh-oh. and they almost always turn out right for me. Well. I was just wondering if, uh, help me out with my pronunciation, yes. a, a bit the fieros uh, will have more episodes on HBO. Yes, I bet that is the sp- uh, Spanish. Thank you for pronouncing that. Uh, my <laughs> pronunciation is usually pretty good, but since I can't remember the tutors for five minutes, yeah. I better not try that. That is the Spanish language uh, mobster show on uh, HBO. And you know what? We're, we're coming out of the gate uh, 0 for 2 in my ability to actually answer the question. Is I have no idea if it's coming back. I, don't, I, I think it's run its course oh, really? uh, and it won't come back. It is, it is available. I do know that on the DVD set. But we're, we're 0 for 2. So again, uh, pretty informative TV talk machine so far. This is from Jamal in Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, J- Jamal in Fort yes. Worth, Texas. Excellent. First watch the first season of Weeds. Good show. I, w- I was noticing a lot of cameos from the cast members of The Wire on Law and Order. 
from the Hoppers to the Cubs, and Walton Goggins, Walton Shane, Goggins, from, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. from, uh, Shane from the Shield had right. a cameo on last week on CSI. Please explain. Is it for exposure on major networks, money, just having fun, or something else? Ah, why are all these guys from these really good cable shows? I think that's the. I'm going to hone down the essence of this question, Please. and I'm excited because I have an answer. I actually have a good answer and a right one. Uh, I think what he's saying is, why are these actors popping up in all these other roles? Well, a couple of things. He's hit it. Uh, exposure is always great. If you're an actor, you got to have it. Secondarily, uh, money. You know, you're not making a whole lot of money if you're on the wire. I can tell you that. And also, <clears throat> these things shoot at like wild. You know, cable shows shoot at these wildly uh, limited runs. You know, you have this. You have a 13 run episode, and then they they shoot it and film it pretty condensed, and then you're off for a long time. A lot of a lot of free time. So. I think they're trying to get their uh, face out there more often, get some exposure. So, so it may seem like they're you know big time actors, but they're still you know at that stage where they need to exactly keep they, putting the face out there. Yeah, they're not they're not exactly struggling uh, like we are here at the TV talk machine, but uh, uh, they uh, they need the work. This is from Pat in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Yes, Pat is a uh, second time emailer, first she time is. caller. Oh my gosh, she or he? Who knows? Uh, who knows? Um, it's Pat. Hi, Tim. Should I be calling you sir? I have mixed emotions. Oh, hey, that's a callback to the... Uh... Sir Tim. She must be listening to wow. the TV talk machine. This is, wait a minute. This is proof of an actual listener. This, this could be it, yeah. Let's, let's frame that. Let's yeah, frame that. Hold on to this. Sir Tim. I like that. It's a callback to the past uh, uh, episode 498, I think it was. I have mixed emotions about Studio 60's demise. Okay. While there were occasional moments that there were classic Sorkin... It was definitely a huge letdown from what we were expecting. But I think we can all assume that it's done. Yes. Given that, what's your take on Sorkin's future? Will this failure sting him into seclusion? Might he learn from his mistakes and come right back with something better? He's too big a talent to be sitting around unemployed. Oh, yeah, no question about that. No question about that. And he's, uh, <clears throat> he's another guy who's been through the rehab, and he's, you know, he's got a little extra time on his hands. You know, whereas before, you know, he might have... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I'm well, is he stop. coming out with anything? I don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's uh, at more actual information. We're now we're now back to 500 because this is two in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm getting I'm getting wood on the ball here. 500. We're batting now. Okay. So yes, at the end of the season this May, so this month, I believe the last day of the sweeps is the 30th or the 29th. The day after that, NBC will begin burning off the remaining episodes mm-hmm. of Studio 60. So it's gone. Um, in the dark days when we knew it was canceled or it was on quote on hiatus, they were actually filming. This was kind of sad. Oh. Uh, yeah, they they knew it was dead, and all the actors knew that. But they still had to film the rest of the episodes. Kind of a Ugh. kind of gruesome. kind of low energy on that. Yeah, set. a lot of that. low energy. They were filming those for the DVD to sort of recoup some of the losses. What's um, the market for a show that has one season that's failed? I mean, well, do they feel that because of the star power there that they're actually going to sell it? Yeah, I think they think that even though the numbers weren't enough to add up on network television to make a hit, you know, it was a show that had, had high-end demographics, loyal fans. You combine that with the DVD, and you're going to make some money. Wow. So that's why that happened. Um, but yeah, the, to the deeper question, absolutely. Aaron Sorkin, is gonna, he's, doing a play, he's doing a play. He'll probably do another movie. I don't think this is going to scare him off of network television, and he will be back. He is a, he's a big talent. And remember, 80% of all new shows fail, no matter what kind of a talented writer you are. And he's very talented. He'll be back. Tim, this is from Ben in Oakland. Ben in Oakland. Oaktown. Oh, we're, yeah. uh, you know, absolutely. We're representing. We're representing yeah. from... Uh, Straight out of the 510. Yes. Maybe what he's you, in my neighborhood, even. What are your thoughts on the new Discovery series, Planet Earth? I know oh. it did very well on BBC. How is it doing here in the U.S.? Oh, it's doing very well in the U.S. Um, 
Uh, I was going to go with the baseball metaphor on a percentage. I'm, I'm, it could be a foul tip on this one because uh, you got to get out of that fantasy league. The baseball metaphor is all It's on my Put brain. It it's on my brain. And you know what? Speaking of that, I will get back to Ben's question. Ben in Oakland. You know, Olbermann, who, because I, had, I did a story at him, I had to kind of come clean that Olbermann and I have been friends for a while, but he's in, he's in our fantasy league. So the other day, uh, on Countdown, live from Los Angeles, who did he have on? Jason Bateman. Really? Yes, very interesting. To talk about the uh, fantasy league, or the ta- yes, it was a, no. Well, Jason's got a new movie called The X that comes out Friday. I'll pimp that for him. It actually looks really good. It looks very funny. It's uh, uh, with so you, uh, it's Zach like Groff. Circle pimp thing. It you is. Guys got yeah, going. it is actually a little bit of that. And uh, <clears throat> he's got a movie on Friday. Those two were heading out to the Dodgers game. But yeah, he had him on. Yeah, he was pimping the movie. But they were there because they were pals in the in the baseball league. So they were talking about fantasy baseball. And I do have that that on the brain. So yes, the planet Earth is excellent. It's you know it's a whiff for me. Another baseball an- analogy. It's a whiff for me because I didn't review it, and I really wanted to, and I should have. I had it all, and I was you know I even have a HD set, and the whole thing took like five or six years, and they filmed it all in HD, and they would go back years later to get the same shot. It was amazing, but you know I was under the impression at the time that I had to play the DVDs in uh, HD DVD player, and I don't have that, so I kind of like put it off for a while. And when I put things off, bad things happen. Ask Mrs. Cranky Pants. Uh, I just forget things. And I forgot to do Planet Earth. It's a great series. I recommend not only people watch it and it'll probably be on reruns forever since they spent so much money on it. Uh, but get it. go to the store and buy it. Tim, this is from Bill. Uh, he's in uh, San Francisco, looks like. Oh, good, Bill. Good the work. reason why I continue to watch Discovery and other educational programs, I'm not into the educational channels. Primetime channels are a joke. <laughs> You never know when a new episode is on or not. I hear there are eight new episodes for the, for the new season. There are more than eight weeks in a season. Hell, there are more than 16 weeks in a season. What happened to the 26 new episodes a year? Is that a thing of the past, or are these overpaid, underworked, prima donnas just milking it because of a lack of good writers? Wait, did this guy write last week? <laughs> I think we got the, well, first of all, I'm laughing because I love the way you read this. A lot of anger in this question, but you know what? This, this is a question from last week or a week before. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Oh, Bill, maybe, we are maybe not your answer ask. will be better this week. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, you know what? People probably thought we were doing segments and they did think we were preparing. We really were not preparing. We just printed these things out like a minute ago. Let's not that deter people from actually sending in emails. I will clean the box out. There will be no more reruns. You're worse than the TV programmers. You're rerunning, rerunning letters already. Jesus. You're like Dear Abby. Didn't you get busted for that? <laughs> should we take some? Uh, we should take <laughs> some on the very calls. last <laughs> TV talk machine. <laughs> Let's take some fresh calls. Hi, this is Rick Green. I'm calling from the Big Island of Hawaii, wondering when weeds curb your enthusiasm and big love are going to return with new uh, episodes. Thank you very much. Wow. Wow. From the Big Island. From the Big Island. And it, not surprisingly, he wants to know about weeds calling from the Big Island. Yes. <laughs> Near the bong going in the background. You know what? I'm just happy that it's a fresh call. Yeah, it Wouldn't is. Wouldn't it be great if, if that call was like the guy who called, like, for why, why Gold Case wasn't on at 9 o'clock? That would have been great. Uh, you know what? From the Big Island, I can tell you that uh, right in front of me, we just talked about weeds. August for weeds, though, no specific date. I would probably put it somewhere in the middle. Curb, I think, uh, is not going to be back immediately because they're still they're still filming it. But Big Love, if you've been watching Sopranos, they're promoting some Big Love. Big Love is going to follow Sopranos. I think it, Sopranos ends in uh, like June 8th or something like that. First couple of weeks of June is when the Sopranos ends. 
if they finish up in time, they could put some of the episodes from Curb with Big Love. But I think they've got something else going. Um, and I know John from Cincinnati is coming out so, soon, too. So June for uh, Big Love. And uh, uh, Aloha to the Big Aloha. Island. Aloha. I would like to be on the Big Island right now. Ugh, me God, too. So yeah. good, yeah. I would do my prep work if I was there. I'd have more rest. All right, more calls. Hey, Tim Goodman. This is Joey, uh, big fan. Um, I was just wondering, um, both MTV and VH1 appear to be getting back into the sketch comedy business with Human Giant and Acceptable TV, and I was just wondering if you've seen them and if they're worth my time. I mean, I know they're not Mr. Show or Good Era Saturday Night Live, but Saturday Night Live is pretty so looking for something (laughs) new. Thanks a lot, Tim. All right. Yes. Oh, so first of all, uh, thank you for the profanity. Yes, of course. <laughs> we, we always enjoy profanity. Here. I am a fan of anger and profanity Absolutely. in that order and used together. Uh, I will thank him for saying the big fan. That's a good idea. I like that. We like fans, um, especially after he's heard this far and he knows oh, that we yeah. don't do any prep work. He'll never come back again. You know, I, I have seen Acceptable TV. That's uh, Jack Black's project. And I like it. It's pretty good. I have not seen the MTV one. Because, God, I am out of that demographic, and I'm feeling a little bit old on that. Uh, also, they haven't really done a whole lot of good stuff lately. I'm up in the air about sketch comedy anyway. I mean, I'm obviously a fan of, um, you know, Kids in the Hall is probably my favorite sketch show <laughs> ever. Uh, I'm not a big Saturday Night Live person. I think that they've yeah, really no. been really been bad lately. But, you know, there's, there's other ones that are, are good. You know, obviously, these, a lot of the British stuff is good. Even some of the stuff that we rip off and do in the American stuff is good. But, uh, you know, sketch stuff, you talk about, that's really hit and miss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to be, you have to be very patient with that. It's, yeah. It's because you don't know what you're getting every week. And you have to like the performers or you have to like uh, the format or something. But, you and know. you have to like them taking a risk. You know, like, uh, you know, Monty Python and Kids in the Hall, you know, if they do the same killer five skits over and over again are variations on stuff that they know that would make you laugh. It's probably not going to work. They have to take some chances, and a lot of times you take chances it fails. It's not as good. Um, so why do you think these shows are getting pitched and, and put on the air? Because, you know, club comedy is down. I mean, there's not... Right, the club, club comedy the, the is club down. audiences aren't going out. And so how are these things getting greenlit? They, they're cheap to produce. There you go. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Uh, that's, the, that's the answer. They're cheap to produce. And, you know, comedy is a goldmine. People want to laugh, and you can repeat comedy, unlike uh, dramas don't repeat well at all. So you can make a lot of money on it, and if it doesn't cost much money to produce, that's probably why it got greenlit. But, you know, there's been a lot of good sketch stuff that's come out of uh, MTV. I'm not going to say there hasn't. I think the state was there, and a couple of Viva, whatever it was, uh, uh, turned into... There's been a lot... They, they've taken some chances. You know what so, else repeats well are uh, letters. Letters, let, letters repeat well. In fact, you know, we might do... We might have a classic segment. Classic letters. <laughs> we go... Th- let's harken back to the very first TV talk machine and... Bill from Hawaii or something like that. would be good, right? Yeah. You loved it so much the first time <laughs> last week that we'll repeat it again this week. Yeah, and, and the best part about it is I did not know the answer eight weeks ago. I still do still not. Yeah, still don't. You've, still don't. You know. have done no research into that letter, into that topic. <laughs> In eight weeks. <laughs> In eight weeks. Classic. Hey, Tim. It's a gaff. This has been fun. Um, I really do believe the Western Lands has a lot to do with this whole season. So anyway, that's just me. Um, my name's Lisa. At this point, it's all speculation. There's really not a whole lot of argument. But anyway, it's just been fun, 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 and I have to thank you. So anyway, great stuff. Bye, Tim. Is that something you want to take off air? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm happy about it, though. And uh, I think what she was talking about was 
she's talking about Sopranos and Western Lands, which is uh, William Burroughs uh, wrote about that. And I actually, if you go to uh, my blog, thebastardmachine.com, and go back to the early Sopranos deconstructions from last season, that whole breakdown, that whole brilliant breakdown of the very first episode, well, I guess it'll be this would be the extended season of it that we're in now. So go back to the first one, and you'll you'll see William Burroughs kind of laid out what possibly what was going to happen in the Sopranos. It was really interesting. A lot of clues in there, a lot of mythology, a lot of hints. Uh, it's fun. Uh, it is a gas. And uh, as we speak to this, we've seen four. And I like the first three. Didn't yeah, really like last the, week. What yeah. was <clears throat> what was going on there? Yeah, you know, this gambling problem thing is uh, came out of nowhere, I thought, and that's not like them. It's kind of an artificial straw man kind of uh, issue that he can resolve quickly, and uh, I hope it's resolved. I don't know why they did it. I'm kind of annoyed about it, because if the whole end of the season re- revolves around Tony's gambling problem, or there's some reverberation or, from that, uh, I'm going to be really upset, because I think it was an artificial conceit, and... I would hate to see like somebody he dies or something happens because of his gambling, which pops up. Yeah, I know? thought where it kind of fit in with the with the growing paranoia he has, you know, about the guys around him, and, and maybe it fits in with that, like an addictive personality, and maybe it's you know, an addictive uh, gambling personality kind of fits in because he's he's paranoid that all his guys are turning against him, and he can't trust anybody. Even now, last week he turned against Hesh, right? Um, and he felt Hesh was trying to rip him off and stuff. So I mean, maybe it fits in there a little bit, but yeah, it was too weird. And then the the gay Vito Junior. Uh, yeah, kind of yeah. Stuff. I mean, that did wrap up a storyline. They're gonna get him out. Uh, you know, when this is posted, we'll have we'll be right before the next um, the next episode, and I hope they get it back on track because they have five left. You know, we we talked and we did a podcast with a lot of other critics about it, and you know, I don't think they're gonna wrap up everything, but I don't want some kind of artificial storylines clogging up the system or impacting how the story is going to really end. You know, let it, let it end, uh, dare I say it, organically, or how it, uh, how it was meant to end from hints that have been given to us in the prior six seasons. Amen. All right. Good morning, CC. I'm the Sabbath man. I just read your new uh, column from today, Wednesday, April 25th. The reason why the email part won't work is because large corporations, whenever they have that information, will begin spamming people to a large degree. Um, if you ask for information, Sci-Fi Channel, for instance, of when Battlestar Galactica is on, you're going to get daily, if not multiple times a day, emails about all of the Mansquito-type movies that they have from account. And all of a sudden, we have information flags that I'll never be able to find the information on. That's just my opinion. That's why I would be wary of that station. I don't know what the solution is, but that's it. Um, the other piece I want to call about is Supernatural on the CW. Is that coming back? I really like it. Um, early fresh, but wonderful in my opinion. Thank you, and have a good day. Bye. Wow. Now let that, you know, let that show you that we take all calls. Absolutely. No matter how garbled or nonsensical. You know, cell phone calls in the middle of the night, we'll take it. In fact, you know what? I know what he's talking about. I could I could suss out of that exactly what he's talking about. He was talking about I, I actually made I wrote a column saying, Do you know what's on? Of course you don't. How could you know? Because it's impossible. The networks don't tell you, they move things around. This is one of the great pet peeves of all viewers. And I I wrote what I thought was kind of a throwaway column. Uh, and this may come as a surprise to you, but I wrote it last second. 
Oh, I got <laughs> Yeah, well, almost zero prep work. Uh, or as I like to say, I pulled that one out of my ass. Well, my puppet hole. Your puppet I pulled hole that was. out of my puppet hole, and I wrote it, and I even apologized to my boss. I'm like, eh, he loved it. And the readers went off on it because it was the, it's something that hit a nerve with them, and that is, how come a network can't tell me, <clears throat> just tell me when it's going to be on? Or, you know, just don't make it a mystery. You're, 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 you know, this is the least informed business in the whole world, and it's the most powerful medium. And what I had suggested in that thing was, would you be willing, as a viewer, to give a network your email so that they can send you an email saying, hey, guess what? Show's off this week, and here's why. Or, see in six weeks, we're putting this mid-season show on. Or, you know what? We're, because of the parade, we're moving your show to X day. You know, people were really into it, but this guy wasn't. He's, he, he's a junk mail warrior and says you would, if you gave them your email, they would flood you with you know, offers and what, what did readers say when they when the people from they the wanted are, more information? But they, did they would they were they willing to give their emails? They, most of them said they would be willing to give their emails if uh, you know because look look you sign up on anything these days and it gives you a chance to opt out of getting all these extra flyers. But if, if maybe there was a thing where you could only get an informational schedule related email from ABC or NBC or CBS, I would do it. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, you could get, if, uh, they give me junk all the time. I don't want half the thousands of emails they get. But if they just said, hey, look, here's show X is, was on Monday at 10 o'clock, and eh, we're going to take it off for three weeks, and here's why. I think people would, would go for that. Absolutely. And maybe there's a way you could, um, I'm surely there'll be a way soon to, to have that program right to your TiVo. Yeah, I'm sure it, say, all, it all will, will go there. Say, and, and then it, It's and heading then, in that direction. Yeah. The other thing that he pulled out of that garbled message, he goes, what about Supernatural? Maybe he was calling from the grave. Yeah. Did you so, hear it sound like he was calling from a payphone in a wind tunnel? It did. It did. Actually. You know, he's probably calling right out in front of Fifth Mission. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said, uh, what about Supernatural? Supernatural's on the CW. Uh, and I liked it when it first came out. But you know what? I'll tell you right now. I can't tell you right now if the show's even on. Don't know. You don't know. No. I liked it when it was on. Uh, but if they sent me an email, you would know. Send me an email to CW and let me know if oh, Supernatural. You know, C- CW will send you an email. <laughs> they know each of their viewers. <laughs> they do. All eight of them. Yes, they do. Is the show Supernatural still on? Send it to me. Test my column. Inform me about this programming decision. All right. Well, I think it's safe to say That's... that this was another flawless, absolutely this stellar top five for us. I, this is top five or six podcasts we've done. We really nailed it today. Definitely top ten. Absolutely top ten. Yeah. We nailed it today. Yeah. <laughs> Insight preparation. Okay, so I am Tim Goodman, and thank you for coming in for another... Thanks for listening for another TV Talk Machine oh, podcast. Give the, uh, give the number. Yes, let's give the number. Uh, question board. Do you know it again? Uh, 188-SFC-TV-TM. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. Excellent. You get your paycheck this week. All right, thank you for tuning in.